0: Welcome to The Lion's Tribe. I am Pastor Jimmy Odukoya. I pray this episode blesses you. And it reminds you to become the lion that God has called you to be. Be blessed. Turn your Bible to, to Psalm 23. Let's read Psalm 23. I'll take one line because of my time and then we'll, we'll, we'll kind of delve into it a little bit. Amen. It says, the Lord is my, somebody say my shepherd. The Lord is, it's personal. He can be anyone's shepherd. You know know when, (laughs) I remember, so I was with my son and, you know, he was playing. I was like, daddy, daddy. And then my nephew, Pastor Tulu's son, Nathan, Starts to call me daddy too. He's like, daddy, daddy. And my son is like, no. No, 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 no. That's not your daddy. That's my daddy. Calm down. We can be chum yum, but don't cross that line. This is my daddy. And is like, no, it's my dad. He's like, no. He's your uncle. He's my daddy. There's a sense of ownership when you say my. It's my own. You know what I mean? In my own. The Lord is. Let that sit with you for a second. The Lord is. David says the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Now verse two is the line that we're going to sit on today. He says this. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. Who maketh you? Who? Your shepherd, the Lord, makes you lie down in green pastures. You don't make yourself lie down in green pastures. He Makes you lie down in green pastures. The problem is we are trying to do the work that God has not asked us to do. For some of us here, we are carrying what I like to call God weight. It was not designed for you to carry. I heard somebody say, as a pastor, he said, you know what? Control is an illusion. Because when you think about it, we're not in control of anything literally the Bible says it so eloquently which one of you can add a breath to your life oh which one of you can extend your life by a microsecond listen if worry could change anything let's worry together me and you have a worrying party we take shifts oh boy they worry my brother, I didn't worry you. You worry, don't finish. Tap me, make I continue, make me worry together. Because if worry brought about results, let's worry. You are not in control of anything. Okay, hold on. I'll prove it to you. When you sleep, who keeps your heart beating? oh is it, is it you that's bumping eyes? is it you Abby? a doctor said can you imagine a generator running constantly for one month without stopping won't you say it needs to be serviced two months one year two years non-stop ten years non-stop But do you not realize that your heart is is an engine that continues to run non-stop for 10, for 20, for 30, for 40, for 50, for 60, for 70, for 80. Not once does it say we need to stop. And is it you that keeps your heart beating? Who tells you to wake up? Is it you that says, it's time to wake up. You wait, let me take it a step further. See there are people who sleep because we assume that it's us just say ah, it's not just wake up. There are people who sleep and don't wake up. In other words, we don't control that. When you step out of your house, can you control? What will happen on the road? Are you in the car with everybody else? You know, what? somebody, I'll give me an advice. Say in Nigeria, when you drive, assume that everybody is mad. It's a very it's good advice. assume everybody is mad. You're always driving defensively. Because you, can, you never know. But in all actuality, you are not in control about what the other person is doing in their car. Let me take it a step further you're not control about you know you're not even even the car you are controlling to a degree you're in control can you control if your tire should bust or your engines should, know or a bearing should cut or a fan belt to cut are you in control even security is an illusion oh i know i'm 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 breaking tables today let's do the math just ratio how many people do you say we have in nigeria last we checked we're over 200 million am am i correct and that's even conservative because you know our census is blessed let's just give it that but over 200 million right how many security personnel do we have is it one-to-one no for every one individual is one so do we have 200 million soldiers and police okay calm down do we have 100 millions at least 2 to 1 so for 200 2 to 1 is decent right calm down do we have 3 to 1 do we have 4 to 1 <laughs> said unless god keep at the city Those the watchmen, they watching what? Illu- cont- security is an illusion. See, people have asked me. I know. See, this is just me. This is not scary. I'm just telling you my own personal. So don't go to me say that. Pastor said we should not plan. Calm down. Can I just tell you my own? This meal caveat, This is me. <laughs> It's not by say But to me, it's just me personally. Can I continue? I put my, what's that thing called? My disclaimer. When people ask me what your five-year plan is, <laughs> I tell them that I don't know. I say, sir, because... Live life long enough. And you know that life is fluid. I am not in control of many things. All it takes, one phone call, one meeting, one conversation, one event, can shift the trajectory of your whole entire life. And you will find yourself in places that you did not think you would be. Let's not go far, case and point. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? If you had asked me at the beginning of the year, what my plans were for the year. Come on. Come on. Can we be real? Can can can, can we be real? Do you think in my plans for 2023, become the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church? Did you think it was a goal? Or a, a, a dream I was actively working towards? But one event can shift the trajectory of your entire life. So rather than try to control or make plans, why not let the shepherd of your soul? Rather than try to give yourself headache about what tomorrow will hold, about the future of your children, about the future of your life and your business. Let the shepherd, your shepherd, your shepherd, make you lie down. I say this all the time. I may not, no moral holds, but I hold the one who holds tomorrow. <laughs> and because I hold the one who holds tomorrow, I am okay. Some of us have taken on the responsibility that God has not given us. He says, "Don't worry, because you are not in control anyway. You don't know when it's your last day on earth. I don't know when my last day on earth is." Listen, if we all came into the world with expiry dates, like you find in the in the grocery shop, you go in, you go to the supermarket, you check the date of manufacture. Date of expiration right and that gives you a sense of urgency because ah, by this time I have to if we all came that way life would be different but guess what we don't come that way and I'm going to put I'm going to put a pin I'm, I'm going to bust another and whether we like it or not every day that we live brings us closer to the grave Mm, I know, it's, I know, because we're not getting younger. So, from the day you are born, the stop clock starts to count down. And one, you're not moving like this. You, you can't go back into your mother's womb. So, it's like this. Am I getting closer to the time whenever it may be? Right? They will ask you what life expectancy is. People will say 50, right? Most people say 50 because people assume that we'll live to 100. In reality, life expectancy is 70. So that means midlife crisis is 35. Oh. Oh. I know, I felt very bad when I thought about that too. Because most people don't live to 100. Can we be real? Most people it's seventy eighty? that's the if it's seventy eighty, then midlife is 35 40 uh, but here's the good news right the one who is your shepherd knows how long you have on earth knows where you need to go within the time knows where he needs to lead you knows the pastures to take you don't waste your time trying to live outside the shepherd. You are wasting time. Follow the shepherd of your soul. Somebody say, the Lord is my shepherd. He says, he maketh me lie down in green pastures. Hold on, we're, we're still on this, on, this, on this green pastures. I wrote down, I said, the shepherd identifies what was a green sh- uh, pasture for his sheep. It was about safety and security. When a shepherd identified a green pasture, it was not just about provision. Because he had to make sure that in the area that he was allowing his sheep to graze, there was an, en- a- an enclosement or a space where they could rest and they could be nourished and rest. So he knows the green pastures. Proverbs 10, says, The blessing of the Lord make it rich and add no sorrow. Listen, every opportunity is not a blessing from God. Every open door is not a blessing from God. Sometimes you need to be thankful about the doors God shuts. Because sometimes his miracles is shutting the door. Mm. sometimes we need to thank God for the prayers that he did not answer because it was his goodness that did not allow you to get what you thought you wanted because the Bible says that he is a good God a good father listen if I own say I own a big company and my friend he does say he manufactures maybe journals and I had a tender because I wanted to supply a big you know an event and I wanted us to make planners for my company but my friend has just started and I know that his work is not up to par if I am his friend I will not give him that opportunity. Because to give him that opportunity is to expose his weakness. And a lot of us are praying for platforms that we are not ready for. And God is saying, listen, if I give this to you now, I will expose your weakness. So God will say no and he will shut the door on that opportunity. And he'll say no, he'll shut the door on that relationship. And he'll say no, he'll shut the door on that business. And he'll say no, he'll shut the door on what you thought was a life-changing experience. Because he is a good father. The blessings of the Lord make it rich and adds no sorrow. Proverbs 14 12 says this There is a way that seems right to a man, but leads to destruction or leads to death. Do you remember the story of Lot? Lot and Abraham were standing, and Abraham said for him to choose. I always marvel at Lot, you that were just a, a, an extra. The promise was not even about you. God told Abraham, Leave. And out of the goodness of his heart, he carried you along. And then they now brought you. And they told you to choose. And you, your coconut head, you opened your mouth. Listen, in certain rooms around certain people, the height of wisdom is silence. Do you hear what I just said? In certain rooms, if they don't ask you to talk, don't talk. Just... Because you learn more when you listen. Because you can be in... Listen. I don't know who I'm talking to today. Sometimes God will put you in rooms that you don't qualify to be. And so as not to expose your inexperience, it is better to be quiet and listen. Because once they see you, they assume for you to be in this room, you are one of us. Do you hear what I'm saying? I know I'm going this direction. Don't open your mouth. Blah, blah, blah. You say, Young man, how did you enter here? Sometimes in the silence, mystery is better because when they cannot categorize you, they cannot crucify you. I'm dropping I'm that's that's a tweet. Do you hear what I'm saying? If Lot had sense in his head when Abraham said. Let there be no strife. Choose. Eh. Eh. (laughs) Sir, I'm just for look home. Whoever you choose is okay for me. That is wisdom. But you see, there are ways that seemeth right to a man. Lot too looked and he saw the lush greens of the Jordan. The Bible says, he said, That's where I will go. And Abraham looked to what seemed to be a deserted land. And he told, No problem. Lot went. Abraham went. And then the Lord began to speak to Abraham. He said, See, as far as your eyes can see, stand up, walk the length, the breadth of the land. If you can count the stars. Number the sand, then you can count your descendants. But you see, all of this I will give it to you. And the way that seemed right to the man, the lush grain was destroyed by sulfur, hail fire, and brimstone by God Himself. As a matter of fact, I was watching a documentary, even to today, in what was Sodom and Gomorrah, there's still sulfuric balls, the purest form of sulfur. Lodged in the grounds, purer than what they find, white sulfur. So, what was a lost plain was reduced to ashes. Somebody say, The Lord is my shepherd, He maketh me lie down in green pastures. Proverbs 3 5 to 6 says this. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge your shepherd. In everything you do, acknowledge your shepherd. In everything you do, listen to your shepherd. My sheep hear my voice. And they come to me. The voice of a stranger they will not follow. Trust in your shepherd with all your heart. And lean not on what you think is a green pasture. In all your ways, acknowledge your shepherd. And what will happen? He will direct your path. He will lead you to your green pasture. Just because he's green for your neighbor does not mean he's green for you. Listen to me. Oh, I'm going to stop because of my time. Everybody has a green pasture. Your green pasture is not my green pasture. God told Isaac, so in the land, there was famine in the land. Everybody was running to Egypt God told Isaac, sow in the land. And he sowed in the land. And he reaped a hundredfold. Where there was famine for everyone, it was a green pasture for Isaac. Because the shepherd knows how to make you lie down in your green... In your green pasture. He told Elijah, go to the brook, for I have commanded ravens to feed you there. Somebody say there. For Elijah, the brook in that season was his green pasture. And let me say this as I close. Your pastures may change from season to season. Don't try to lock God in. This is where it must listen. Your pasture can change from season. That's why it's important to let your shepherd lead. He told Elijah, I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. And then the Bible says, after a while, the brook try it up don't make the group don't make the brook your shepherd your brook is not your shepherd the ravens is not your shepherd do not put your trust in the resources don't follow his hand follow his voice if you have his voice his hand will always follow he says the brook try it up And then he said, Arise and go to Zarephath because I have instructed a widow to feed you there. So in one season, the green pasture was the brook. In the next season, the green pasture was a widow who did not even know that God had made her a green pasture. Oh. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She was busy struggling in her lack and she did not know that her lack was the instrument God would use to become a pasture for somebody else. God commands Elijah to go and meet her. And you say, Pastor, You don't know what I'm going through. But you don't even know that God is making you a green pasture. So all you have to do is yield to your shepherd. As you go through your week, be conscious of your shepherd. The Lord is 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 your shepherd. Say to you, hear it inside your spirit. The Lord is my shepherd. One more time. The Lord is my shepherd. One more time. The Lord is. Say one more time so your fears can hear it. Say so the doubters can hear it. And because the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. You shall not. i say it again. You shall not want. And your shepherd makes you to lie down in green pastures. For every season of your life, the Lord will lead you to your green pasture. It is not for you to try to find. Just let him lead you to your green pasture. And you might be saying, Pastor, you don't know the life that I've lived. You don't know what I've been through. Like I said, I don't know tomorrow. I don't have to know tomorrow. But what I can tell you is hold on to the one That holds tomorrow. And if you do that. You're right. Stephanie is done. So Father I thank you for your children. Who have come before you today. I thank you that everything you have done is permanent. I thank you that everything you have done is yes and amen. I thank you because this is just the beginning. In this month of new beginnings, testimonies upon testimonies. And for those who are even watching online, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever they might be watching or listening to us on Mixler, wherever they're listening, Father, even for them too, they will testify. In the name of Jesus. And we seal it under the blood. In Jesus' name. For the rest of the week, the Lord bless you. For the rest of the week, the Lord will keep you. The Lord will cause his face to shine upon you. The Lord will lead you to your green pastures. You will hear his voice saying, this is the way you should go. His word will be a light unto your feet and a lamp unto your path. The voice of a stranger you will not follow. Everywhere the canker and the locust and the palm of worm has stolen, we decree recovery in the name of Jesus. Very strange for somebody here. Your silent prayer has been companionship, companionship. And you have thought that companionship is beyond what is for you in your life. The Lord says, "I'm bringing a companion your way." Yes. 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 the Lord will bless the works of your hands. Evil will not see you. Shame will not find you. Poverty will run from you. When you lift up your head and you call for help, a thousand will answer. From the north, from the south, from the east, from the west, we call upon resources. We call upon help. We call upon favor because the sower must always have seed. Your hands will never lack seed. And so shall it be. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that you were blessed. And if you enjoyed what you heard, please be sure to subscribe. And if you know a fellow liar that needs to join the tribe, please be sure, send them this snake, share this episode. God bless you.